Welcome to the Small Business Conversations podcast. My name is Melita Ngalungulu. In recent weeks, we have seen the saga with experience whereby the personal information of millions of South Africans was stolen. This is the biggest data breach this year. The IBM 2019 study on cost of data breaches has revealed that the root cause for 52% of data breaches in the country was malicious or criminal attacks. Today, we are joined by advocate Rian Schumann, head of legal at Law Trust, to speak on how you can protect your clients' information as well as your businesses. He specializes in privacy and technology law. Rian, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on the show. How do these breaches happen? There are quite a few ways in which they can happen. You know, the recent incident we had where 20 South Africans' data was compromised is what we call social engineering. So we don't have all the details yet, but it seems that someone impersonated someone that the credit bureau knew. And because of that, they were able to get hold of all this information from people. So social engineering is basically an impersonation attack where someone claims to be someone that you know and based on that trust relationship you get information out of them that they shouldn't be giving out. And there's also what we call something called phishing. So that is similar but this happens over email. So someone could spoof an email address, let's take Amazon. Everyone knows Jeff Bezos who's the CEO. So if the CFO is going to get an email from Jeff at Amazon.com and say, pay this much money over to uh, this account or whatever. Uh, the CFO is going to jump at that because they know it comes from the CEO. So all this happens now is someone just registers a domain called Amazon.co and they send that email from there. And if you don't look very carefully, you see, oh, it's from Jeff, it's someone I know. In that way, you can also be compromised. So now when this data is actually stolen, what is it used for? It can be used for quite a few things. Uh, The most obvious one is obviously to sell it. On the dark web, you can get up to 20 cents per line of records. So someone would pay 20 cents for a name, 20 cents for an email address, and so on. So just think if you have 20 million people, each with 10 lines of data that's stolen, that is a huge amount of money. Big syndicates buy chunks of these information and they use it to online for online crime then but also you know they can use it for identity theft Mm. Um, so this type of information that was stolen is something that i can use to impersonate you so if i have your name and your surname and your id number and things like that i can apply for a credit card in your name and based on your credit record i can get a credit card and buy things online so, you know, you could buy in someone's entire credit card details for $9 on the dark web. And just think of the damage you can do with that. Now, Rian, this sounds really, really scary. So how can small businesses secure one's information? So there are a few things you can do. Uh, the weakest link in cybersecurity is always people, your staff. So training is a very important part. You need to educate your staff about what social engineering is, what phishing is, etc. There are so many free resources available online that one can make use of to help your staff and to educate them. And then from a security side, there's a lot of basics that you can do. For example, using complex passwords. 
Now that is a password that has 15 characters or more, some uppercase, some lowercase, numbers and special characters. The problem with that is unfortunately that we forget them. If you have a list of complex passwords, you're going to forget at some point. So there's an easy way to overcome that, and that is to make use of a passphrase. That is something like, the heels are alive with the sound of music, which is from a musical. So that is very easy to remember, but it's also quite a long phrase, and it's very difficult to crack. Mm. Another thing we need to consider is what we call two-factor authentication. So that is when you use a username and password, but there's a second factor, like a one-time PIN we all know with our online banking, or unlocking the bank account with a fingerprint or something like that. That is two-factor authentication, and these days it's become critical to have that. You know, all your accounts, not just your bank accounts, but your computer, your email accounts, all of them, they have two-factor authentication available, and I would strongly suggest that everyone activates that because even if someone gets hold of your username and password then they can still not unlock your account without that second factor and you're usually in control of that. Mm. And of course never share things like a PIN number, you know, social engineers that we spoke about earlier, they're going to try to get a PIN number out of you or something over the phone to compromise your accounts. So. No financial institution will ever ask you to give them a pin on the phone or something like that. So just be vigilant and don't share that kind of information. How can small business owners train their staff to be aware of data breaches? So I think whether your company is big or small, you need to talk about this. Um, when it's in the news, when something happened, you know, send out an email to the staff, remind them, look, this happened again. Make sure you don't click on links in emails. Don't respond to emails from people you don't know. We've spoken about the two-factor authentication. And then there are things, you know, like encrypting your data. So this means that you're basically locking the information. So even if someone gets hold of that information, without the key to unlock it, they will not be able to use that information. Uh, something that people don't always think about is email. Email is the biggest source of information being lost by companies globally. And, you know, you need to start thinking about email encryption. There are tools out there that you can use, things we call S-MIME, PGP, and products like Zix, that people need to start using to encrypt your emails to ensure that your information doesn't get lost through negligence. You know, someone sending out the wrong information by accident and there it's out in the open. Rian, is training the staff and also ensuring that your company is secure from any form of data breach a costly process? It can be, and this really depends on the availability of the resources. So many of these cybersecurity companies really have a passion for cybersecurity and they will offer some free programs. These are typically just basic programs and it varies from just some instructional videos to documentation you can read and then higher level programs for companies with a budget that involve amazing programs where you can involve the staff where they can physically take part where they actually simulate a data breach and how to respond so there are really many options it depends on what you can afford and 
how risky you think your business is. Rian, what is the importance of data security and the company's responsibility? And would you say that this is of utmost importance for startups? Definitely. So data has become the new oil. I would say it's become the new gold. You know, information is everything. If your information is out there, it can be used for so many malicious things. Cyber terrorism can even be committed in your company's name. And you can incur serious penalties, if not jail time, if you don't protect this information. You know, we have the Protection of Personal Information Act. So it is now punishable if you do not protect your data. So it's become a very important thing for us to give serious attention to. What recourse do consumers have if companies are negligent with their personal information? There are a few things that you can do. So one of them is to lodge a complaint with the information regulator under the Papia Act. Uh, they're on record as saying that they cannot enforce the act yet because of this one-year grace period for compliance. But I would say still report that so that we can start seeing which companies are irresponsible with information. Rian, what recourse do consumers have if companies are negligent with their personal information? So fortunately, we're in a position where you actually do have some recourse these days. So we have the Protection of Personal Information Act that came into operation in July this year. And I say report breaches. I know there's this one-year grace period where companies can't really be held to account, but we need to get into the habit of reporting data breaches or responsible conduct with our personal information. And so that companies that or negligent can actually be held to account. Then if credit card information was stolen, you must report it to your bank. So they must cancel that card immediately. And you know, in most cases they will refund you. And if they don't do it, the credit card companies will. You can also report it to the South African police, but they are not yet for this type of complaint yet. So they are busy getting cybercrime units in place, etc. But at this point, you're not going to have a great amount of success reporting a cybercrime to SAPS. One thing I would say is to register with the South African Fraud Prevention Services. So the website is safps.org.za and you can do a preventative registration there. So if you know that your details were compromised, you can register with them. And then whenever someone applies for credit in your name or something like that, the large companies will check with them if you have registered a data theft or an impersonation type of crime with them. And they will take extra care and make sure that they are communicating with the right person before they enter into that agreement with you. And of course, credit bureaus, you know, they have their own notification services. So anytime someone applies for credit, you can get a notification and then you will know if it wasn't you and you can stop the transaction. Rian, thank you so much for your time. It has been an absolute pleasure having you join us today. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. That was Advocate Rian Schumann, Head of Legal at Law Trust, on the importance of businesses protecting their clients' information. Listen again next week to the Small Business Conversations podcast with me, Militangalongulu. To listen to our other podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za and the MoneyWeb app. 
follow MoneyWeb News on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn for updates. 